Welcome to Utah Radio. We are in a brand new studio today. Larissa, Katie, what do you think? I love it. I, do too. I love it. It has that Utah personal touch to it. Yeah, because it, really it says does. Utah on the yeah. wall. Everywhere oh, yeah. you want, it says Utah. If there was any question of where you're at. And Dr. Josh is here with us. That's right. Yeah. I mean, this is great. What we a normal, nice surprise. We normally don't get to see him in person. Like, he's always this voice on the phone. On the phone, yeah. But he's a real person. He really is. Uh, Dr. Josh, what is that thing that uh, is on your microphone stand? Th- this is my friend, Blue. I bring him when I travel for work and take pictures of him in all the places for my kids. So. Like, the, like that travel gnome. <laughs> exactly, but instead but it's of blue. Adventures of Blue. That's right. It's kind of oh, okay. it's kind of yeah. Fun. I follow that. I'm right. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, fun to, to see where so he goes. The Adventure of Blue is now christening. That's why the Utah Studio is cool. Okay, because oh, okay. Blue is here. All right. I thought it was the drum heads on the wall and drumsticks on the no. table. You know, because have to have that drum flare. But um, hey, we have a special guest that we're going to talk with today, guys. And and yes. uh, it, I'm I'm excited because and it's not blue. No, it's not no. blue. I mean, even we could talk to blue, but it's not blue all right but it we'll talk to blue later how's that okay but uh what was it like working with chris pratt on jurassic world no that's no, a different no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Different, different i'm sorry let's go back to our, our actual guest our actual special let me pull today. you back in okay, okay i will back here, i will back here. Okay, i am okay. on the wrong the wrong okay, track okay. okay focus focus all right focus, now everyone. our special guest larissa who is our special guest today well he is an actor who some people may recognize from a very popular show called teen wolf on mtv and he's a he's already threatened to bite me if the full moon comes out oh better you than he's me a, he's not a real werewolf in, in real life, but he is a fantastic actor, and his name is Cody, and I'm going to say it the French way, saint New. No, it's saint <laughs> saint <New. laughs> If you want to be all American about it. That's right. Um, <laughs> Katie, where did we first meet him? It, I mean, it's kind of a fun deal that he showed up, and we didn't realize it was him, and then we realized it was him, and we had to pull him up real quick, and he showed up to our event, Rocking Red Christmas Experience in Hollywood, that we put on for uh, homeless teens every year. Yes, and um, he he got in there, was talking to people and and hanging out, and I just I, I loved his spirit, and you know it's not a glamorous thing, no, no. you know, because in fact we were talking about this earlier. It wasn't like this big Hollywood red carpet event um, where you get all dressed up. I mean, this is where you're casual. You have homeless coming off the street, having meals, and um, you know just being able to interact and then give them the, this Christmas party that they normally wouldn't have, and and, and yeah, we give them really, backpacks and all kinds of cool yeah. stuff. So Cody, welcome to Utah. It's great to have you here, man. Yeah, thanks you guys for having. me. Me. And I, I said not on a full moon. I said if I get hungry and you. Oh, talk, if I get hungry. Oh, I don't hungry. think I saw any crafty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Josh, can you talk him down if necessary? Yeah. I did see some M and M's out there, which oh, is yes. not healthy. But we can bring them in for you if you'd like some M and M's. Depends on your definition of health. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there was some omega three. That was there's some know, omega three. You know, hug so. a rock kind of a you know kiss yes. a tree thing there. Not exactly. And, this is radio. I'm sorry, it's not so, MTV, right. but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> not a big Hollywood set. <laughs> no, it, it 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 was an amazing event where I met you at, and um, I'm so it, it was it was it wasn't what I expected it to be, but I'm even more happy knowing now what it was. Oh, cool. Um, I don't think there's enough events where people get hands-on. I think a lot of people like to mentally feel like, which is great, it's good to talk about things, it's good to talk amongst our, you know, fellow influencers and, and, and entertainment people, but 
I think really getting hands-on and like really making that connection with people that are choosing to be homeless for whatever the situation mm-hmm. is, is important. So, you know, kudos to you guys for throwing a great event. Hey, well, yeah. we'll, we'll expect you at the next one. How's that? You know, Absolutely. And, and we'll interview you in the program. So, okay, now let's, let's back up. All right, you haven't always been an actor and we'll talk more about some of your your philanthropic work you know with charities and so on let's back up to your childhood what happened i mean you and i talked about this before but i think people need to hear this backstory mm. yeah um so my, it was in ohio yeah it was it was in ohio and um you know my what i like to start off and tell people first and foremost is you know my story's not different you know what happened to me is not like crazy it happens to hundreds of thousands of kids and families and um and so what i like to keep note on is what i chose to do with my situation hmm. what my situation that i had to deal with was yes i was a street kid um, mom was addicted to drugs, so was wow. dad. Uh, she was a you know prostitute on the streets. She's homeless currently right now, um, and she goes from like kind of house to house. But basically, it's your typical story of neglect. Um, I miss like kindergarten through second grade, like ninety percent of my schooling. So education was out. I had like thirteen cavities, you know, just just a lot of neglect. Hmm. And so. Um, at around the age of uh, nine, um, I got put into children's services over at Montgomery County Children's Services in Ohio. And um, that saved me. And uh, then my mom, Brenda, adopted me. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many, I'm kind of like, what's the, like, what do you, you want to dive <laughs> yeah, into? No, there's so many different that, places that, to go. That is, that is a great start yeah, yeah, because no. Um, I think, you know, and I, we appreciate your willingness to share this story because, you know, again, it's not the glamorous life, but it's part of your story. And like it's you said, you yeah. it's who you, you know. are and you're, it's not unique necessarily just to you. Uh, but, you know, so how, how, what was it like, you know, for you to process that as a, as a kid? Did you know what was going on or was it something that it wasn't until you were older that you really lo- realized what, what was going on with your life? So for me, I remember it was getting taken out of the unordinary and then living a normal, healthy life that made me realize, oh, where I was at wasn't right. Hmm. It's it's not normal to not have a fridge full of food. Like when I remember walking in and seeing like a fridge full of food and she goes, yeah, you can have all that. I was like, what? I was like, huh? Home Alone face, like, what do you mean? What's the catch? Is there like a booby trap? Is like Indiana Jones? Is something going to come off the wall? There is this theme of whatever our experiences are, is we just take it for granted and assume that's normal for everyone. Good, bad, or otherwise, ultimately. We become become accustomed to our habits and we don't realize. So I'll tell you guys a really touching, uh, I will try not to tear up because it is a very personal story. Um, so there's two parts to it, which will answer your question. Uh, when I first got there, I asked Brenda, who ended up adopting me, I asked her three questions. I said, do you smoke? Because I hated the smell of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and she said, no. I said, good. I said, uh, do you like dogs? She said, yeah. I said, good, because I got a dog back home. We're going to have to go get him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> And then the third question I asked was, what's your middle name? And she said, Lee. I said, my middle name's Lee. Wow. Wow. This might work. The second day, 
She takes me to go get clothes for school. She went and bought dog food and toys for a dog that she knew I was never going to see <laughs> again. But she still went ahead and did it huh. to provide me um, that comfortability and that uh, safety. And then there was just something in my soul that I could feel while I was sitting there in line holding this bag of blow pop charms that she'd got me <laughs> that I later passed out to the kids in the cul-de-sac to try to make friends. Yeah. And I just had this thought, I was like, I'm gonna be here for a really long time. Uh -huh. So I looked over at her and I said, hey, I have a question for you again. She goes, yeah, what's up? And I said, uh, I have a feeling I'm gonna be here for a real long time. Hmm. Can I start calling you mom now? Oh, Cody. And uh, she looked at me and she said, um, you can call me whatever you want. And then I knew, um, so. Yeah, I knew I was going to be there for a while. Oh, you're going to make me cry, oh. Cody! You're make me cry. <laughs> my mascara's going to cry. Oh, oh my goodness. No, that is. And so you then you ended up staying with Brenda the whole time, and she raised you. Wow. But I think wow. you alluded earlier, you, you do have some contact with your biological mother as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Or is I, that just another long story that we're not going to get into? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I saw my mom recently for the first time since I was nine. Um... Another crazy story. So what had happened was um, I started singing this song and I was working on it with a vocal coach. It's kind of a long story. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> we I don't know if you it. have time for it. Though, like. <laughs> no, you know what? We can we can uh, have a second part of this yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 so yeah. no, it's, tell it's, us it's the a, story. It, it, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Tell us the yeah. Tell us. All right, that. you guys open Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Do we need the Kleenex? No, uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Um, so I was, I was working on this song and I wasn't connecting to it. It was about, you know, the love between a, 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 a guy and a girl. And, and I just, I hadn't felt the inspiration. Like I wasn't in love with a girl or anything at the time. And my vocal coach was like, well, love is universal. Why don't you think of your mother? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. So I did and I wept through the song. I could barely get through it. And then I had this thought in my head, I just felt like I was just getting a message. So I, I said, I need to talk to her. I haven't talked to her since I was nine. Like this just like woke something in me. So I called my sister who I hadn't talked to in a minute. And I said, hey sis, I need to talk to mom. She goes, it's so weird that you just called. She got admitted to the hospital two days ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm getting on a, a flight tomorrow. So I got on a flight literally in a day and a half and I went down there and um, for me, this was my moment to show her that everything was okay. And I went there to tell her that, cause I didn't know if I was gonna be able to see her again. I don't know if the next time I see you, you might be in a, in a casket. So I went there to tell her, you know, after she cried to me and we had our beautiful moment, I just remember holding her hand and just mm. being like, I know that um, the family doesn't accept you, but I want you to know that I do and that oh, I God. love you so much. Oh. And um, you're a grown woman who's been through more, who's gone through more demons in this lifetime than most do in three. And whatever you choose to do with your life, um, I support it and I'm okay, it turned out okay. And um, your son loves you so much and I know that you loved me and you may not have had the things that you needed to take care of another person but everything worked out, and I love you. Oh, wow. Mm. You're making me cry again! I 
I know, right? <laughs> so, but that's um, a that's a beautiful story. Yeah, really it's is. it's been a full circle journey. Right. It's been it's been pretty. Yeah. It's been wild. Well, and it and it sounds like you offered a lot of forgiveness, you know, in that and, and not harboring that bitterness when it, yeah. when you could have easily played the victim. And can you talk a little bit more about I guess you know resisting that urge to be a victim? Yeah. Well, I, I, <clears throat> it's hard because, you know, in society, we put so many expectations on people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We need, I need you to make me feel happy. You make me laugh. You make me feel inspired. And so now we're putting imperfect creatures because we were designed to be imperfect. And we're putting our hopes and our expectations and our, and our, and our happiness into the hands of others. Mm-hmm. which leads you down a bitter path. Mm-hmm. If I always believe that people, the, even the best people, can only provide 80% of everything that you need. You will always be looking for another 20% in other people. So if you're constantly looking for that 20, you're ignoring the other 80, and then you start blaming others. Now you're a victim right. of a situation that's probably not even that big and a lot of people relate to. So... I, I encourage people to just be self-sufficient. Play your own, like, psychiatrist. Understand that people are people, and they will let you down. They're, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And once you accept that, you're not going to be as taken back when they do. So yeah. that's my MO. Expectations are, are a big piece of this. One of the things that I, I loved that you were saying in the story with your adoptive mom, Brenda, is even the questions that you asked. These aren't the things that some people who are considering foster parenting or adoption, hmm. maybe considering are the most important things that make a difference in somebody's life. It was, do you like dogs? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's, what's your middle name? I mean, things that are relational, it's human, and it's the simple little things. Going out and buying dog supplies. She let you know she heard you, she respected mm-hmm. you. Ah, oh, you're so right. And, and this is, what, what, what strikes me that I think it's a really good reminder for a lot of people is you don't have to do massive groundbreaking or what we appear to be groundbreaking things mm. to make a difference in people's lives. Mm. One of my favorite quotes is at least attributed to Mother Teresa. I've seen it in a few different ways, but it's, uh, I'll probably butcher it now, but something along the lines of we can do no great things only small things with great love. Close, Ooh, very yeah. close, that's yeah. it. And, and, and I love it because it's, we can, all of us, no matter where we are, even when we're broken, can make a difference. Mm, yeah. Facts, well and said. Most, is, is that, yeah. Yeah. sounds like that's, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right on the money. Cody, can we keep you for another segment of the show? Yeah, we've got so much. I mean, so many questions we want to ask. I, I'm, I'm looking at facial expressions with Katie and 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 Dr. Josh and Larissa, and I can't see my own face, but I'm sure it's there. You know, I'm sure my face is saying "ask more." So we want to keep you um, for another segment, if that's okay. Um, for it might have to be another day. Okay. For for this. Um, because I am going to have to run. However, I'm more than happy to come back down here as well. Excellent. And do it again. Absolutely. No, we'd love to have you again. So thank you for taking time to be with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We will schedule another time in the studio so we can continue our conversation. Uh, This is Utah Radio, okay? And you can reach us by a variety of ways. Ladies, what are they? There's a website, utahradio.com. It's the letter U. And, of course, there's social media, at Utah Radio. We're everywhere, aren't we? 
we, Katie? Yeah, they can text us too. Text the word you talk to 411 247. Yes. Right. Or just hit us up on social media. Hey, we'll look forward to being with you next time here on You Talk Radio. Thanks. This is You Talk Radio. 